Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Again. We should have rehearsed that bit. <laughs> All the thoughts you're thinking, but not saying. Stace and I will go ham. We each bring a gem to the table, something we're thinking but not saying. Coming up this app. I mean, I guess for, for children, for babies, are a huge responsibility and you don't really realise that until you get them. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girl, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer, you sure are. Hello. G'day. How are you? Seriously though, how are you really? You know, like it's such a knee-jerk reaction to go, good thanks. But it's like, are you really? Because we're the kind of people that can handle it if you're not good. I have started saying I'm okay a lot. That's sort of, is that a great way to live? But if you're okay on that day... I'm and you're always not, okay. And you're not feeling brilliant and you're not feeling great. Well, I th- don't think it's a bad thing to not answer with I a mean, lie. The last month or two I've been quite better than okay, but I have noticed across the probably the last six months that I'll answer that and I, I'm like, you're probably better than okay sometimes. Oh, my God. Do you know what? I've just realised that you do say that. You know when you hear something so often it just fades into your brain and you don't realise it, but I do, and you answer like this, yeah, I'm okay. That's the way you say it. You know why? Because I can't answer that question straight on. There's lots of things that go to it. I think you may be overthinking the question. No, that's just an absolute contradiction of what you're saying. You've got to be honest. Do you know what I mean? So if I don't know what it is, you have to give some answer. Well, can't you say I'm not sure? How are you? That's so much more depressing than I'm okay. Because I know that I'm okay. I'm alive. I'm breathing. Like the rest, I don't know. But I'm not sure. It's like I may be dying inside. Like that's also, I don't know, a bit dramatic. Do you think people ask the question without really caring what the answer is to? Yes. Like if it's anything other than good, it's like I don't have time. I'm in the tea room and I've got a meeting in two moments. Well, that's probably why I answer. I probably answer according to how much fucks I think the person that asked me is asked, like really cares. So you'll give me more as to how you are based on like if it was me asking you versus like a random person we work with? Yeah, but also if you're actually asking me. Not like on Monday and we're busy and we're walking to a yeah, meeting. It's like, true. how are you? Yeah, good. On your go. Mm. You know what I mean? Maybe it's better on like a scale system. So out of 10 right now, I'd say I'm probably, I reckon I'm a 7.9. That's a good. I reckon I'm about an 8.5. That is so good. Mm. Do you know what's bringing me down? I've bunged my shoulder out because <laughs> physically, no, but physically, that's what that's the only thing I can mark. What's happened? Kind of mark down, and I'm a bit shoulders hung, are a real issue, and I'm hungry. And for me, no, that's why I had to change sleeping different sides of, on of the bed with my boyfriend, which he wasn't quite happy about because I'm just, I can't deal with lying on this side anymore because your right side, yeah, it's yeah. always my right shoulder. Because if I get claustrophobic facing in on the side, I've got to face out to get air. Because I was on the left side, I was facing out that way. Yeah, far out. It's a really intriguing yeah. conversation. Sharing a bed is tricky, isn't it? I we Do you know what we're doing this weekend? 
going king bed shopping because it's got to the point where it's too much. I've done the experiment <laughs> of sleeping in, in separate beds, which is just depressing, <laughs> and I don't like it. I also like – but I, then I also like – decent sleeps mm. and I can't with something that's wiggling around and six foot three and just is as hot as a heater in bed. There was it's a just, person that was sleeping in my bed recently woo-hoo. and they were getting changed to go to work and they like sat on the end of my bed Rude. knowing that I was still asleep, Rude. putting their like socks and shoes on like wiggling around. I'm like, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Leave. Do you know like, what that is? Needing to make your presence known. Yeah, it's I like that. I know you're here. So like oh it's like those people that it's like those people that talk really loud when someone they like walks past at a party. It's like they know you're here. Yeah. It's like that weird person at the Logies that shall be unnamed. You know, yeah. that, and they had to make their presence known. It's like, we get it. If you haven't listened to the show before, we are two chicks talking thoughts you're thinking but not saying each and every week on this podcast. You can find the other episodes at thethinkergirls.com.au. We'd really appreciate for you to jump on and give us a rating and let us know a comment. We've been uh, – we're old, old ducks at this now. Been at this for a while. Yeah, We've so been doing the – Doing this, we've been on the grind. Probably need to uh, rejuvenate, uh, I guess, any kind of searchability that this show once had. You know, even if you've given it a like or a rating or whatever, maybe like circa three years ago, mm. come back. Yeah, give us another because <laughs> two thousand and thirteen's irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> We'd appreciate as much help as we can. But we do talk to incredible women on this podcast. You can go and check out all the other episodes. A good almost, I don't know, two and a half years, three years worth. Um, but this particular lady uh, came across our – how did we get on to Amanda? How did we get on to this Amanda ship? has been doing a lot of different stuff. She's very active. Like not in just a physical sense, but she's been shopping her wares around, which I must uh, I must say I appreciate. She's, I, I think we it was through the radio show that yeah. an email was received, and we thought oh, it'd be even better if we could get more. Uh, uh, sink our teeth into a longer chat with this lady. That's right. You may have known her um, as the Australian pole vaulter, but now she's an exercise psychologist and an expert in all of those types of, um, I suppose, the help, health and fitness industry. And I think that there's a lot to be said about those types of roles because a lot of people are coming in because they've gone to the gym and really liked it and then, I don't know, putting their brand out there. But Amanda has legit yeah, she's done like, it. Yeah, she's well, done she's, it, guys. She's actually kind of. She was an athlete. Have you a know? new Amanda. Um, Amanda Bisk <laughs> joins us on the show. Hello. Hey. Hello. Now, if you want to find her, you've got a huge Instagram. Amanda Bisk is where you can find her on Insta. Why do you reckon so many people follow you, lady? There's a lot. Oh, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm really hoping it's because um, I don't know. They find my account something enjoyable and something that you can kind of escape to, I guess, and something that just. Spread positive vibes. That's you, what I'm hoping. Do you for want me to answer that for you? Because it might be weird to answer it yourself. Mm. You yeah, look, yeah. you look very hot. Number one, number two, you've got good active wear choices, and number three, every photo, it's like it's 35 degrees summer and just a just a good time. Yeah, and that's what oh, you what want. It's like when it's really cold and you've got that screensaver of the Maldives. Oh, it's basically yeah. that, but just with you in it. Yeah, Yeah, well, that's what people. You're the. the Yeah, exactly. You're the updated 2017 version, and and everybody needs a screensaver. And you've got cute puppies. Yeah, right. You've got really cute puppies and quite an attractive boyfriend. Does she? I'm checking him out. Okay, now Amanda, um, and as we said, Amanda Bisk on Facebook, you can find her as well. We, um, yeah, each talk a thought we're thinking, but we're not saying as our gem, and we'll do a quick contents, just a headline. 
line to give all of our posse um, an idea of what we're going to speak about for the next half hour. What do you guys want to talk about? What, what's on your mind? I want to talk about the importance of arguing. Um, and I was arguing about the man that taught me about arguing, about arguing the other mm. day. So, my dad. How many times <laughs> do we get it? Amanda, what did, you, what did you want to bring? What's a little headline of your gem? So, I thought it'd be good to talk about how much fur children change relationships. Oh, so, yes. of course, I'm talking about dogs and cats and things like that because obviously I just recently got two puppies and um, they've probably changed a lot in mine and Adam's relationship. So, I'd okay. love to talk about that. <laughs> I'd love to hear about that. That's very good. And I think also, um, I think it's weird because it is really a step before children if that's what you want. Um, yeah, and definitely. I think it does start to showcase different things in your relationship that you didn't even know existed. Um, yeah. I want to talk about... There's a real um, common common thing that I come across, particularly with chicks, that laugh at themselves or make a joke of themselves mm. as a defence mechanism. I think it happens with guys too. But in my experience over the last year, it's been a fair few chicks. And a lot of people will respond by giggling back at them. And generally it's them put – well, it's always them putting themselves down. Mm. And everybody, you know, it, there's all those characters. You can imagine who that chick is at work where you're like, oh, don't worry about me, I'm 10 kilos overweight. Ha, ha, ha. And then everybody laughs because they've made a joke of it. I'm the person that doesn't laugh and I need to talk mm. about whether that's always fair because yeah. I never laugh. No, I know you don't. I've noticed it. Mm. I think it's – uh, yeah, anyway, I'll give you my thoughts later. Yeah. Amanda, <laughs> as our beautiful yeah. uh, hot seat hottie – God, we haven't used that haven't. title in a while. What a vintage statement. Bloody brought that back from Bringing the 2000s. Yeah. Um, Amanda, can you kick off your gem about fur babies and how it's changed please, you, and your, you and your old man? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I guess for for children, for babies are a huge responsibility and you don't really realise that until you get them. But um, I think it's just really funny how the dynamic in the relationship changes a little bit. You know, you have to worry about something bigger than yourself now. And like you said, it's almost like that step before kids or maybe sometimes it's a kid's replacement and you just end up with 10 dogs or something. Mm. But um yeah, I think with Adam and I, I think it's really just kind of opened up our eyes to, um, I don't know how much we actually care. Like, I know on my side that seeing him, like, actually prepare dinner for them or, you know, pick them up from my mum's house if they've been, you know, puppy sad or whatever, it's really great to see that, yeah, there's that kind of, like, responsibility kicking in. You kind of see that, I don't know, grown up. Grown up phase. How's how's the process been about how you got the dogs? Because I know, because I know sometimes there might be one person more so that's pushing. uh, You know, oh, can we get a dog? Or you know, and the other person's maybe not so keen. But but it's always the chief. I was about to say that, and I was like, no, stop stereotyping. But I think it's actually true. (laughs) It's often the girl that you see. I see it on Facebook all the time. Chicks constantly tagging their men in like, can we get one, please? You are very flexible. I'm quite distracted Stacey's by your Instagram, your Instagram currently. Oh, and those yoga, that your alignment is on point. Like, fuck me. My hips are like so round. I don't think I could ever get that line. Like like one long line. It's stunning. Anyway, we digress. Yeah. We're talking about puppies. Sorry, I was listening. I was listening. But, Ama- but Amanda, how how did you get to that point? Was it? Did you feel like you had to chip away at that conversation for a couple of years amongst you guys before he was on board? Yeah, oh. 
I talk about like dogs quite a lot, but the weird thing is, is that Adam is actually allergic to dogs. So Shut I'm sorry. My, what? I know. Yeah. So in my head, I was like, oh my God, it's never going to happen. And then I had to do like the most research I could to try and find dogs that he wouldn't be allergic to. So then I was like going through and obviously there's those like hairless dogs and I'm like, oh no, I can't handle that. So then I like actually saw this girl's blog about um, mini dash hounds or dash hounds. And she was like, oh, my son um, was super allergic to dogs and we had to babysit this dash hound and he had no reactions. And I was like, what? That's actually amazing. And ever since I was little, I actually <laughs> no reaction is amazing. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> But ever since I was little, I was obsessed with, like, sausage dogs. So I thought, oh, my God, like, I could actually probably get one. They're and the new Frenchie. They are. They oh, are. And yours has yeah. got, like, little green eyes. I just, I'm just, like, <laughs> scrolling through as you're talking. Yeah. And that other one is. in the world. What is that other one? Yeah. What is its breed? It's oh, like, I feel like it's a golden we, retriever that's been shrunk. <laughs> yes. When we got her, we were like, I'm pretty sure we got a golden retriever puppy. I don't know if this is a sausage dog. <laughs> it was pretty funny. But, yeah, it kind of turns out, like, I just thought in my head, oh, my God, I'm just going to get these dogs and he won't be allergic. So I stumbled upon one and we got it and he wasn't allergic and it was great. Woohoo! It's like when you <laughs> so see, like, there's, happened. like, couples that are trying to have a baby and then they split up and then the other, then they go off and have babies with their other partners. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was your dog. Oh, yeah. And it it was meant to be your mm-hmm. dog mm-hmm. that yeah, yeah. made him not allergic. Like, if it's meant to yeah. work, somehow it just works. It, it will. Yeah, it mm-hmm. will. <laughs> so do you feel as though you guys in your relationship, you, it's yeah, who's almost... the good cop, bad cop? Because yeah. that always comes out. The roles uh, that have that have shown themselves. all the time. I don't it's know nice. what movie That's was. a good thing. Cop, bad cop always changes. That's pretty much like us. I'll be like... No, we're super strict. They've got to have this meal at this time and this meal at this time. And then, like, Adam will go around giving them treats. And then we'll swap over the next day and it'll be, like, completely different. So I think we both have a soft spot towards them. And now I'm, um, I think they're just way too cute. <laughs> now I'm on to Adam's Instagram. He oh. has written this for when it was Amanda's birthday. Happy birthday, oh. you amazing creature. Everything you do, you do with your heart full of love and passion. Here's to never growing old. Oh, stunning. I die. Stunning. Oh, oh, no wonder you've got all these followers. I mean, we've got to the bottom of that, haven't yeah, we? I mean, it's, it's just a life. lovely, lovely capture of love here. I'm really enjoying it. Um, He's but it, a sweetie. It's a really lovely thing that you get to this point where you don't have to fall under these, um, I suppose, banners or boxes that everybody says that you are. One of you need to be good or bad. One of you need to be into someone more. One of you need to be hotter than the other like there's all this bullshit mm-hmm. that for such yeah, a long time so it's is. nice when you I suppose meet someone that you've got that like it sounds like you've got that partnership with that isn't that one person needs to be the nasty one do or you one feel needs to no, be the good no. one. do you feel like Amanda you it's been more confirmed I don't know like have you ever thought about have you know having kids or have you spoken about that and has having these dogs and these little fur babies of yours changed your mind like in terms of having them like maybe made you want them more or whatever I think it just makes me like a little bit more confident about if it was to happen I'd feel really confident with our situation and I guess like really prepared so I guess that's kind of like a really great thing because before that, I just wouldn't even know if we'd be able to handle it. So it's, it's nice. good. It's been like a good stepping stone. Yeah, and it's nice to see how you work as a teen in those environments. Yeah. Yes, and if you're rolling your eyes and you're a mum and you're like, we know that kids are harder. Fuck. <laughs> 
Like yeah, seriously, they are. sometimes they are. I my friend had a baby when I got Charlotte, my puppy, and I said to her, I'm very sorry that I keep comparing Charlotte to your baby and she said, Don't apologize. That's like the closest thing you've got to be yeah, able because to relate to you. Fuck. Exactly, because to you that is your baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But a lot, you know. And it's it's that stepping stone. It's like you can't, you know, some people need that stepping stone to ease into it all. <laughs> yeah, there, it's a reason that the, everybody's doing it. <laughs> Everyone yeah, gets yeah. the dogs before the kids. Like, obviously, exactly. it, there's some kind of theory behind for it. For so many years, I've, you know, but I'm a dog person. I'm obsessed. And for the past six or so years living, you know, away from home, it's just not been viable, moving around the shop and, like, living in apartments, renting, all that kind of stuff. And I've all... I always t- I'm obsessed with blue staffies. So basically, my entire oh. my entire Facebook yeah. feed is just staffies. Oh. My friend has oh, one, yeah. and she's so adorable. <laughs> but I just don't. I make no um, mistakes about thinking that in my relationship, we're not ready for a staffie. You're not ready. You, you. When do you gonna have time? Well, that's what Zane, my boyfriend, always says. Because I'm like. It could happen. Would you move? Would you oh, actually saying? Would you move when our lease was almost up? Could we move somewhere bigger so we could get a dog? And he was like, "Are you fucking kidding?" <laughs> and people often say to me, like, "We've been together for eight years now." They're like, "So kids?" And we saw, you know, mates, you know, a couple of weeks ago that had kids. Oh, so and they say naturally. So are you guys thinking of having kids anytime soon? I'm like. I'm not even emotionally ready for a fucking dog, mate. So, like, <laughs> bear with me. Seriously. Well, I've had a dog and it's died, so I'm so ready for kids. <laughs> like, I've been through the whole fucking work. You have. Yeah, so. You've come out go. the other side. I have. But it's true. Yeah. I've really gone through the whole process and I do not wish that upon anyone's dogs. <laughs> it's all you to go through that because it is no good. Especially when my dog was so young. Like she was only four. Mm, that's hardcore. Yeah, it was hardcore. Sorry to dampen the mood. But the point is. It is what it is. It is. That's right. I'll go next because you're going to do um, relationships, so we'll mix it up, yeah? What am I, no, I'm doing lying. Oh, shit. You go. You okay. Missed anything from the Thinker Girls this week? Back to your story. <laughs> Don't worry. We've been waiting for you at thethinkergirls.com.au. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, I had an argument with my dad about arguing the other week because I was um, in Melbourne, so where friends and family and stuff are, a couple of weeks back when we had a bit of time off, which was nice. And um, we just went for a walk. And I think, I think growing up as a kid and even now, I've had a really different relationship to my dad than I have to my mum. It's almost in a lot of ways it was a bit reversed, like um, – I like talking to a lot of mates and girlfriends it's you know through high school and stuff asking about periods or going on the pill or sex or all that kind of stuff they were you know often had a relationship with their mum that I would often envy because I could never talk to my mum about that kind of stuff mm. whereas I was always always able to talk to my dad about that just because of I don't know who he kind of was he's a bit of a straight shooter um which is why I think we we're we're similar in a in a lot of ways um, like that kind of stuff, 
about kind of being open with each other. Um, but then I also think we're very similar in the way that we argue. And I think that he loves that, but then also hates that in me. So you argue with, you're similar in the way you argue with each other. Is that what you mean? Or and just argue with, in life? And, and just in life. Okay. Like often, I don't know, I'm someone that's like curious and I'll ask a lot of questions and I'll be like, yeah, but why? And I, and with people that, you know, that I won't just argue for the sake of it, but if there's something that I don't agree with or or somebody that I think is talking shit although I'll um I don't know kind of appreciate and see their point of view and not agree with it if I don't agree with it, I'll still give my opinion and I think and I think that's something that I often end up arguing with my dad about because I and I've said this to him before and I've maybe even spoken about it on this podcast my dad is the biggest antagonist I have ever met. And I said this to him the other day. That's because he was talking about, I don't know, just random things. And I would say, yeah, but hang on a second. Why why are you talking about it this way? What about this? Or have you thought about that? And naturally, that's the way that I just think I have a conversation. But What he, was it about? It was talking about my brother, I think, in the way, you know, because he's been struggling to get a job. And, and I kind of, you know, was throwing a few things out there like, well, why don't you just start charging him board and then um, and then he'll be forced to, you know, mm-hmm. just make it, that's my idea. I, I, that's what I see a conversation as being, both kind of contributing, but he took it personally. He goes, you fucking argue with me about everything. You always have. And I was like, yeah, well, obviously, because you argue for fun. Like if there was a list of my dad's hobbies, arguing would be right at the top. Like he just loves I don't. I wouldn't say I love to argue if I've got a if I've got a point to bring up, but I don't enjoy the process of arguing. Yeah, but you're not uncomfortable in it either. No, that's the problem with you and I. It's because I have a very similar upbringing. So when we other people would look at it as arguing, I just look at it as conversation. But that's like me, and that's and that's what I found annoying about my dad. I'm like, you're the biggest arguer there is, and then you're looking at me and going, it's annoying the way you argue. I'm like, well, hello. I'm basically just a miniature you. Like, what choice did I have growing up with you as my dad? Exactly. And and I just and I was thinking about it afterwards and this is what we ended up arguing about and that was that I said it's important to argue because you can't always take things personally and I feel like sometimes having these discussions and having different points of view that's what makes life interesting well, and that's I still think that's a conversation I still this is where I'm I don't know about you Amanda where you stand but isn't that – like I was raised with very similar, you know, kind of way of thinking things work. And I know now working with a lot of other people at work, that's not the mm, case. But mm. I still think that two people disagreeing on something does not necessarily mean arguing. No, I think it's like really important to kind of stand up for yourself and what you think because otherwise then you're just going to become a yes person. So – you know, even if it is your dad or whatever it is, like you need to stand up and kind of be like, no, this is what I think. Like, mm. it's not like I hate that you have a different, like, decision or you have a different opinion or whatever it is. It's like, this is the way I think. And I think we should just, you know, talk about it. And it may sound like an argument, but that's how we communicate. And I when guess it- that's probably a bit strange for some people. But yeah, I'm kind of the same as you guys. Like, mm. do you argue you- with your dad, Amanda? <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, my God, like, constantly. Is he the person <laughs> that you'd like, argue uh, mostly oh, with, yeah, your I old man? My dad, fuck. Yes, definitely. He fucking drives um, me crazy. And that's because they did oh. teach us how to do it. So then they're yeah. just annoyed. Yeah. It's like annoyed yeah. at who they are. It's like, 
Hello, this is like a mirror. Like push your buttons though on purpose. Yeah. Like they'll purposely. It's say kind of manipulative. That... It's really. Fun. But it actually is quite sickening. <laughs> like when you think about it. But this is what. Yeah. And this is what I said. This is what I said to my dad. I'm like, the thing that I get most um, annoyed by with him is that he doesn't acknowledge other people's opinions that aren't the one that he holds. And I think that's oh, something. That's the same as mine. But I've learnt that from my dad not to do that because as as growing up and as a kid and and even you know growing into an adult that was the thing that I that I would get most frustrated with because he was my dad and because he was the authority figure and because he was older he always kind of had the final say and I think that's something that I then want to pass on to to my own kids and the people that I'm around that you can have those kind of different points of view and discussions provided that you that you acknowledge that other person's point of view and that's what I said to my dad and he goes yeah but I only argue when I'm right and I'm always right and I'm like oh he goes from yeah. like it's such a restrictive way to live it is you don't learn you don't you don't you don't see different colors it's like that person sees green blue red and then that's about their that's about as far as it goes but it's interesting because I told you right that a kinesiologist said once that exactly the things you describe were the reason I got into radio to have a voice no same thing really well, it's not a coincidence that you felt like you didn't have a say or at least your opinion wasn't acknowledged and now you do a job where that is your living oh but it's funny though like I yeah it's true but that's the that was my kind of the way that I grew up because I said so because I'm right because shut up and I see that with my my relation uh you know my brother's relationship with my dad they butt heads so much because he was, was is also like a miniature me that has suggestions and you know questions things and my dad you think that he would appreciate that because that is him, he would have done, but he yeah. hates it. Yeah. He hates it. So interesting. But you're right. Mm-hmm. Argu- arguing is important. I just still see it as a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but he raises his voice too and yeah, that's what well, annoys me. Well, that it's cause, well, yeah. Like we can be – Dad does too. We can be at a restaurant – you know, like, and it said heaps to my sister because they spent a lot of time together. Her mates would be like, shit, saw you and your old man at the gym. Far out. You were getting a spray. And she's like, I literally was talking to dad about what to have for dinner. But his tone, he could be saying the nicest thing, like, the nicest thing ever. Like, God, you look really nice today. Oh, my God. Like, but that's his tone. Like, he gets his back up and he doesn't realize it. I'm like, it's really embarrassing. That's why we work so well together. Because I've been told off for my tone in the past and you don't even bat an eyelid. I'm not saying I'm your dad's tone, but my tone would be like a walk in the park compared to what you're used to. But seriously, (laughs) and the first time my boyfriend met my dad, he was like, and it's only come out years later where he's like, what is your dad? (laughs) Like, how do you deal? Does your boyfriend Amanda get along with your dad? Uh, Yeah, they actually like get on really, really well, but I guess. Adam is like really, really good at kind of maintaining calm in a conversation. So Mm. I think that's kind of why it works. And I guess he's just kind of like, he's like, yeah, you're right. Is your dad, is your dad a bit more of a hothead? (laughs) Yeah, he is. He loves to kind of like put his point across and like always just kind of, you know, light a little bit of fire in a conversation. Mm. Definitely. (laughs) Maybe because they're lacking in other areas of life. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Who the hell knows? I, I don't know why. I've got no interest in figuring that out either. Wait till you see them on Snapchat. See what goes down behind the scenes. Follow the Thinker Girls on Snapchat. Um, so 
I had a conversation with somebody today that reminded me of a conversation I'd had with a couple of people in the past, particularly across the last 12 months, that I wasn't sure, I don't know, was doing the right thing. But I don't know if the right thing is doing anything other than what you are and who you are. Because where I come from, that means you just be who you are and you do what you do and then the rest has to figure itself out. Mm -hmm. But I'll give you some context. There's a couple of people in my life that I've come across that will really belittle and put themselves down as humour. Oh, and in front mm-hmm. of big groups of people, um, whether it's, you know, you're at a pub with a whole group of you standing around going, oh, I won't be, I'll drink this and I'll be out for it. And everyone's laughing because they've made a joke that they'll be pissed or mm. someone said, oh my God, I'm 10 kilos overweight. You know, don't worry about me. I'll eat that donut. Ha yeah. ha ha ha. Yeah. And then the last, you know, today it was a reference to an age and it was like, um, she was saying, yeah, but I'm old. I'm 31. You know, don't worry about me. I've got, you know, gray hair or some yeah. kind of joke yeah. like that. Ha ha ha. And in this instance, and in most instances where this happens, everybody else around me will have this, <laughs> oh, God, Sarah, I don't, you know, God, she cracks me up. Mm. Oh, God, Sarah, what a larrikin, like, how funny. And I'm just deadpan. Mm. <laughs> I've seen you do it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it happened again today. You were there. Yeah. And this person, again, put herself down and... You didn't really laugh, but I'm sure you gave a bit more of a warmer face. And I just kind of don't laugh and was like, it's not funny. Like mm. I tried to be kind about it and be like, don't talk about yourself like that. And people are so confronted. And it was interesting because it did make her uncomfortable. And in the past, it's made people incredibly uncomfortable. And we had a bit of a, a conversation about it. And I said, look, also, you know, she's like, I will make jokes about things to defend myself or at least to make fun of myself so I can get there before anybody else does. So she's mm-hmm. got full self-awareness of mm-hmm. what she's doing. Mm-hmm. I said, well, so you know where I'm from. I don't find that funny because I don't find people I care about putting themselves down as something to laugh at. Mm-hmm. And I will never be intimidated by people around me to feel like I have to follow the masses and that's really confronting I said but I promise you it's harder for me to not laugh in front of everybody else than it is to just jerry along and laugh with everyone else but then at the same time I had a bit of a thought and said well you know every now and then should you throw someone a bone like I don't necessarily want to make people feel shit about themselves or uncomfortable but where's the line no I think you've got to keep doing what you're doing because I mean, it might feel a bit uncomfortable like in the short term. And and I've seen this play out in, you know, people that we've worked with or people that we know personally. Um, and I'm sure it's happened a million times over with people just in your life that I've got no idea about. But from what I've seen, it's, it's interesting in that there is a bit of that uncomfortability when you shine a light on it and you say, don't, don't say you're fat. That's shit. I'm not going to laugh at that. Or don't say you're, you know, put it down like that because I'm not going to laugh along with that. At first, it's a bit uncomfortable and they're confronted because. And the group is generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put it. uh, But what I will say in the long run is I've seen people come full circle and go, thank you for bringing that up with me because Mm. that's something that I've been doing my whole life. Mm. And you're the first person that's kind of said that's not funny. So I think you need to – I think that's a really special thing that you've got that you need to keep doing with people because I think in the end it might seem like a punch in the face but it is a gift. Mm. What do you think, Amanda? I mean, if you obviously – maybe, I don't know, do you find that in particular working in the fitness industry or whatever, like pe- especially people putting down their physical selves? Yeah, I feel like it happens a lot in my industry, unfortunately. Um, 
I guess it's a really tough kind of thing to approach though. And I think you'd really need to look at the person who's obviously doing it and who's putting themselves down. And I guess if you need to notice if it's really important for you to maybe either bring it up with everyone else around or maybe pull them away to the side and like mm. kind of have a bit of a chit chat about it. Cause I, I suppose like a lot of people do put themselves down to kind of put a front up and they're kind of not prepared to, you know, kind of express everything to everybody. So they just want to make a joke out of it. So it kind of like moves the topic along, if you know what I mean. It's so, true. That's and, a fair yeah. point. And you don't want to, and that's why I'm bringing it up because you don't want to ridicule people. Like that's not what my yeah. intention is. Mm-hmm. And my intention is good, but I guess I, my intention mostly is good, but the, my delivery often gets me in trouble because I'm so straight. Mm-hmm. And that I've yeah. learned over the years that as much as that offers a really good thing, it's not always a good thing. Like there's never, something's not always good. Like mm-hmm. there's going to be parts where you have to relook at it. And I'm constantly a person putting my hand up and going, hmm, should I, shouldn't I? And I think, I think you're right. I think to some degree, um, and I ha- and I agree with you, Christy. I, like I, I have seen it come full circle, yeah. and I sometimes think that if you don't do it in that way, people don't resonate. You know, otherwise, like sometimes mm-hmm. it is in that uncomfortable moment that is the moment that makes people have the penny drop. But on the flip side of that, suicide and everything is quite insane. Like you don't really know what's going on mm. behind closed doors with everybody. And I don't know, you don't want somebody going home and feeling ridiculed on top of not liking themselves. I do think it is, like Amanda said, probably reading the room and reading that person and reading your relationship. So, like, mm. you know, it's to someone, a family like today member. there's just the three of us. Yeah, so a family was- member or in that particular situation where there's three people or someone that you know really, really well, maybe then that could be said in front of people, but maybe someone you know less or it's in a group of people or whatever, then maybe it is. Yeah. And maybe it doesn't – maybe it can just be like a um, – it doesn't have to be this full – you know, full-blown DNM deep conversation. But it might just be next no. time that it's just you two around and they say it. You mm. can say, hey, I've noticed this. I haven't brought it up because it's a bit full-on in front of everyone. But don't put yourself down, mm. you know, like it's just reading because each will be individual because they're individual people. Yeah, it's true. I, I will think about that. It's funny as well because, you know, you say I, I've put really high up on my integrity and, and my, I suppose, legacy of being honest and being, straight like I I, mm. I hold that really proudly but I think I also hold being kind yeah also up there so you, you don't want to have them both cancel each other out yeah I think you can do both yeah so I'm going to think about that but today this chick she absolutely need to be told yeah she got on board today <laughs> yeah you read that room yeah I was like she was like I do do that I know blah 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 and then just she's probably, she, been, want, we, she's probably been wanting to talk about it well I'd noted it I've noted her say it mm. four times. Well, she said it like for heaps weeks. of times before you rocked up too. Did she? Yeah. Sometimes I don't know how to react either. I gloss over things because I'm like, I'm not giving that what you've just said any more energy to breathe. But then I think sometimes that goes into the ignoring Going and not saying anything it. because I'm uncomfortable to say it. Mm. Anyway. But not everyone's like got a fucking mission like me, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's somewhere built in me. It's not like mm. I chose it. Mm. I really didn't. Like, life would probably be a bit easier. This life chose her, Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Amanda Biscuit, it's been lovely to just, like, meet you across our podcast and have a bit of a chat with you about your life. It sounds stunning. 
thank you so much for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you. <laughs> Amanda Bisk on Facebook is where you can find her or Twitter at, unama- at Amanda underscore Bisk. <laughs> and, of course, the Instagram uh, Instagram account that we were lurking earlier on in the show, Amanda, A-M-A-N-D-A-B-I-S-K. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Lovely and good luck with the puppies. Thank you. I'll need it. See you, Chicky. Bye, Chicky. As we've said, if you want to listen to any other show um, and download the podcast, so thinkergirls.com.au is where you can find all the episodes. Just hit the listen tab. And we'd love to know if you're listening, so let us know what resonated with you this week. Bye, dudes. Catch you next week. Bye. See ya. Were you part of this convo and want more? Yeah. Join our Thinker Girls posse on Facebook, Instagram, or thethinkergirls.com.au. Next week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. DJ Tiger, do we call you by your name or is no one allowed to know that? You can call me by my name if you want. Which my is name's Dara. Dara. You can call me Tiger Lily or Tiger or whatever you like. I... And I just thought, oh, no, I feel fat. I'm not going to eat that. And I think that that was the first kind of thought that I remember that kind of started like a spiral. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.